What's up, Video Landers? My name is Nathan, and I will be your host for tonight's episode of Adventures in Video Land. With me at the table this evening is my fellow marathon man, Kyle the Cush. The Cush. I don't know. And straight off the plane, Matt Wade. Matt Woo! Wade. Guys, I am so glad to be back in the studio. It has been for ages since we've had you here. Yes. Yeah. It's been almost three years now. Has, oh my God. I didn't realize it's been three years. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, COVID screwed a lot up. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> did. Well, we got a just, big... Just for you specifically. Nothing right. else. <laughs> Any of other people. Well, you came in for a good one. This is a yes. big episode. We watched a lot of movies for this one, man. Well, we like could have watched six, so many more. We certainly could have. We watched six movies. This was a true marathon, man. Uh, Matthew, we might have some new listeners. What is a marathon, man? So in the marathon, we put together five or six movies, sometimes four, uh, put them against each other in several categories, see what one wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the extent. Kyle, uh, what movies did we watch? How do they stack up? Why are we here tonight? Oh man, so we are doing uh, stoner comedies because it is April uh, four twenty as Whoa. it is known. Uh, I wanted to do this one, you know, when COVID started and then things got screwed up. Sure. So, uh, so it kept getting pushed back, and it just felt like. You know, it's a it's a it's a very niche genre that like, you know, it doesn't seem to score super well in a lot of like critics' eyes. Sure. So time for us to break them down and see what see what it says. Well, we sure watched a bunch of them. We what, watched what were six they? of these motherfuckers. <laughs> we watched from 1993, Dazed and Confused, are high on Rotten Tomatoes, high, 92 <laughs> percent, uh, and a 7.6 on IMDb. Starring Jason London, Wiley Wiggins, Matthew McConaughey, and was directed by Richard Linklater. We also have The Big Lebowski from 1998. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes and our high on IMDb of 8.1. Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, and Julianne Moore star. Directed by The Coen Brothers. Up next is Friday from 1995. 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.2 on IMDb. Starring Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, and John Witherspoon. Rest in peace. <laughs> Directed by F. Gary Gray. Then we have, from 2004, Harold and Kumar go to a White Castle. 74% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 on IMDb. Starring John Cho, Cal Penn, Neil Patrick Harris. And directed by Danny Leaner. Then we have 2008's Pineapple Express. 68% on Rotten Tomatoes are tied for our low on IMDb at 6.9. Nice. nice. Seth Rogen, James Franco, Gary Cole. Uh, directed by David Gordon Green. And then uh, we have Up in Smoke, the granddaddy of the stoner comedy from 1978. Uh, our low on Rotten Tomatoes of 47%, our only one that's not uh, fresh. Mm -hmm. And 6.9 on IMDb, tied with Pineapple Express. Starring Cheech Marin, Tommy Chong, Stacey Keach, and directed by Lou Adler and Tommy Chong. Yeah, very good, man. Cool. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. Now, stoner comedies, man. I think I know why you asked me to do this, to, to, to host the show, because I've never smoked pot. He's the biggest non-stoner I know. The biggest. Now, I will say, uh, in honor of tonight's episode, um, I have some CBD oil that I take when I get a little nervous. <laughs> I put a little under my tongue. Smooth, the same thing. Smooth me out. Yeah. So I feel like I'm qualified now to host the episode, Okay. <laughs> Do you, anything else you guys want to touch base on before we get started, Matt? No, this was a lot of fun. I had a lot more fun than I was expecting, and let's do this thing. I did too, man. Yeah, man. Kyle, you... um, just, I mean, a lot of people questioned when we put these up, like, hey, you know, where's How High? Where's Half Baked? Where's Fear and Loathing? So I just wanted to break out the, the criteria was we went by Rotten Tomatoes scores. 
so five of these six were you know, fresh movies. Uh, a lot of the other movies that got mentioned weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also defined it as a stoner comedy, so it like, had to be weed-centric. The story or the characters had to be like in- intertwined with the idea of marijuana, okay. essentially. Yep. Right? So yep. like all these plots heavily involve marijuana somewhere. Right. Um, and then we threw Up and Smoke in there. We were only going to do five, but we were like, it would feel really disingenuous to not have one Cheech and Chong right. movie in there. And like you said, it is lower than the others. Like, mm-hmm. it's considerably lower than the others, but how could you not have it right. in? Right. So, you know, fuck it, we'll do six movies. <laughs> and you know what? I liked it also. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so starting us off, man, best location, Kyle. What do you think? Best location. I am giving this one to... Pineapple Express for the underground military bunker. Yes, uh, oh, I love. Yeah. I love the start of this movie mm. where they are just underground, like doing tests on uh, soldiers with weed. Uh, Bill Hader's fucking he's he's amazingly yeah, hilarious. He is, yes. just, like, playing jazz music and like calling people out, uh, all these uh, military generals and shit out. Um, but then it comes back at the end of the movie because that's where Dale and Saul get like thrown into and locked into towards the end. You see that like fucking uh, underwater fucking outfit like up against the right. wall like it's just yeah it's a cool fucking location so on with that for sure man matt what do you think so for my best location i have dazed and confused and austin texas oh, uh, all of the locations in this film look great they really pop you have the natural lighting a lot of wide shots long takes so you really get to take the locations in uh, particularly the school grounds the where the moon tower's at and the Emporium, um, also nice close-up shots where you see the foosball. And uh, mm-hmm. it just, I mean, it's a cliche, but it does really feel like a character in this movie. All the, the characters in the film are having a great time there, which adds a lot of energy to the film. So that's where I'm going for my first Golden Idol. Okay. Guys, I think you're both, those are both good answers. I think it surprises me. Hollywood Star Lanes, guys, from Lebowski. Yeah, that, that's, that was that's so right. iconic, yeah. guys. Yes. And it's like, it's... Bowling is so much a part of Lebowski, mm-hmm. and so many scenes take place at the lanes. Yeah. Um, and I think just the way it's shot, really, like uh, mm-hmm. even from the from the opening sort of scenes, the, the slow mo with the people like drying their hands and the cigarettes yeah. going down in the slots, and mm-hmm. very just, athletic looking guys, very athletic <laughs> looking guys. Yeah, it just like it. I mean, yeah, this looks like a this looks like a fucking old school bowling alley, and I I'm told that it is now torn down. Uh, which bad. is yeah I know yeah, but I think there's a school there so lots of little urban uh, <laughs> little uh, Lebowski urban, urban underachievers I think so I think that kind of adds to it man but yeah for me it's Hollywood Star Lanes I think it's a fucking great location yeah it's and they use the shit out of it like it's in every scene absolutely Kyle best character best though character um, how do I not go the dude mm. Jeffrey the dude Lebowski uh, or you know the the Duders, or El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing, you know? Um, what, a, just like an iconic fucking character. Yeah. It, from from the look of this dude, and just like, who does not fucking care. Got shitty fucking, like, jacket. Like a, I don't know, fucking... Robe. Robe and jacket. Like... It's got just a white shirt that's all fucking dirty. The glasses, the unkempt hair, the fucking chonklas like yeah what are the shoes they're just fucking awful (laughs) everything about this dude is just like screams like god i fucking hate this like like, a guy you want to have a beer with but like don't want to hang out with kind of like person um just like full of fucking amazing quotes and just like just being stuck in this situation because of who he is as a human being. Mm-hmm. Just it starts him off with him like just fucking drinking the half and half in the fucking aisle <laughs> and then writing a check for sixty nine cents. <laughs> like 
What a fucking piece of shit. I love him. <laughs> what do you think, Beth? So I'm also going with Jeff the Dude Lebowski. I mean, he's also such a multi-layered character. Yes, he had the look where he has the sunglasses, the scraggly hair and beard. He's like wearing a ratty robe and pajamas. But then you get to his personality and like on the surface, yes, he is like a slacker. He seems confused all the time. But then when the thugs, uh, the goons that come over to his house, they piss on his rug. It like, <laughs> it like flips a switch on him. I think he becomes much more um, persistent and tenacious and even perceptive at times. Like where he spots the homework in the back of the car. Yeah. He becomes like this very unconventional detective. Which is appropriate, because this is basically like an L.A. Yeah. noir spoof. Right. Um, so it does work in that regard. And, you know, Jeff, Jeff Bridges brings so much to the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think probably a lot more than, like, it, give it to anyone else that might not have worked as well. Um, just his natural, his natural energy, but there is a lot of really good acting is there as well. So it's the complete package, and that's where I'm going with best character. Yeah, guys, I like a lot of characters in these. There's a lot of fucking good characters, a lot of good duos, a lot of good everything. Okay, um, I like Tony from uh, Days and Confused. The kind of the kind of smart intellectual. Uh, he's the guy that's like uh, it's got the glasses. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like fuck. I associate with Harold a lot from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of this like shy guy who like follows the rules. You know what I mean? And uh, but you know what? Um, sometimes there's a man. Okay. And I'm talking about the dude here. Uh, sometimes there's a man, and he's the man for his time and place. He just fits there. It's fucking the dude. Like, the dude is such a fucking great character, man. The, the dude is among the best fucking on-screen characters. Just fully, like, you guys already touched base on everything yeah. I want to say. So laziest it's like, man it's like, in L.A. County, which yeah, puts him in the runner for me. Laziest, laziest worldwide. Or... However, I don't find it to be particularly lazy in this movie. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's kind of, like, working his ass mm-hmm. off. Uh, but no, I, I really, I really, it's just a really three-dimensional character, um, really well acted. And look, you get the little, like, bombs of, like, his life beforehand where he's like, you know, yeah, I was in the Seattle Six. Yeah, Seattle, yeah, yeah, like, with, like, five. I was a roadie from Metallica. Like, it's like, who the fuck are you? Right, huh? right. He's a real dude. Go back and listen to that, that episode. <laughs> yeah, and I also like his character quirks, you know, drinking white Russians, listening to CCR, hating the Eagles. So, the Eagles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. Um, okay, so this is an old category that we yeah. brought back for this episode. Uh, it's Best Duo, but we n- renamed it Best, best Buds. Because <laughs> it's like weed. Marijuana. Yeah, Kyle, what do you think? Best Duo. <laughs> best Duo. Man, great duos in like all of these fucking oh, yeah. movies. You're right, man. Um, so there's so many, I had to give this one a tie. Fair okay. enough. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with the OGs, uh, Cheech and Chong. Mm-hmm. Um, they have just an undeniable chemistry. They're like... They're so synonymous with one another, but like at the same time, they are totally different characters. Yeah. But like they mesh well in a way that they shouldn't. Um, like the fucking Cheech just always talking and like very fast and very loud, and Chong's is very slow and mellow, <laughs> and like they just fucking work together so goddamn well. Um, and there's a reason that they're like so fucking iconic because yeah. they just they just fucking have it. Like they have a good comedic rhythm with it with one another. Uh, my other one. Man, this was a close one, but I went with Craig and Smokey in Friday. Uh, mm. These dudes, are, they're just fucking out to have a good fucking day mm. after Craig got fired from his job. Um, and Smokey, Smokey is, the, it's a very similar thing. Craig is a very slow, laid back sort of dude. Smokey is very loud, in your face, always going, mile a minute. <laughs> Damn! Damn! <laughs> 
uh, very Timon and Pumbaa-esque, where it's just like <laughs> one very high-pitched little man, and, and it's the, the bigger dude is a little slower and easier going. Um, and I just, yeah, I just love their story. Like, they just, they're friends. Like, right. it, it, like it, they feel like good fucking friends throughout this whole movie, and I love that. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? So, for best buds, I am going with Harold and Kumar. Ooh. Of this category, I feel that they're really best fit the category best buds because they're so close friends. You get the sense that they've known each other a long time. They're roommates. Um, they're very supportive of each other. They have a great chemistry. I mean, a lot of that's also due in part to John Cho and Cal Penn. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they also complement each other well, like... Harold's like uptight, high strung, workaholic. So yeah, Kumar there to tell him, hey, chill out, have some fun every once in a while. Right. Kumar's the opposite. He's a slacker. Um, and he's also a bit irresponsible. So Harold's there to keep him in line, motivate him to actually take my life more seriously. So, like, by the end of the movie, when they're singing uh, Hold On by Wilson Phillips... <laughs> I love that scene. It's, it, yeah, it really pays off because, you know, they've been through a lot of shit and uh, right. they've had their back throughout it all. And, yeah, they get my best... They get my best buds. That's solid. Guys, you could name a duo from almost any of these mm-hmm. and I would say I would agree with you. Yeah. Like, Cheech and Chong, fucking great. Mm-hmm. Dude, Craig and Smokey, absolutely. Harold and Kumar are fucking good. I like Dale and Saul. Yeah. I... Fucking, the dude and Walter's hard to beat, man. (laughs) The dude and they play off each other in the same way that I think you got that you guys are saying. There's like one of them is the dude. Like we said, he's he's mellow. He's like fuck it, man. (laughs) You know, he's very and and whereas like uh, Walter's on the verge of having a fucking heart attack in every scene. Yeah, he's like Donnie's the one who has it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Walter's so fucking just he's high strung and just like. And, like, I don't know, I just love the way they play off each other. Both phenomenal actors, I think. Um, great, great uh, timing with the mm-hmm. two of them. Just I, every second that they're on screen together. They have almost every scene together, which is great, because I just I love it. Eat it mm-hmm. up. Uh, Kyle, that brings us to best score or soundtrack. This will be a good one. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some good one here, yeah. too. Uh, Up in Smoke has some, like, good original funny shit in yeah. it that Cheech and Chong have written. Uh, Pineapple Express, like, fucking nailed Paper Planes by M.I.A. <laughs> Even though that was written for suck fucking Slumdog Millionaire, and they didn't fucking use it in the movie. Um, Big Lebowski's got good shit. Um, I'm going Dazed and Confused, though. Mm-hmm. I think the Dazed and Confused soundtrack, like, puts you in the 70s. Like, they do yeah. such a good job of, like, finding, like, the right fucking <laughs> songs that just feel like something that a kid would put his headphones on and lay on his fucking bed at 8 in the morning after being out all night fucking listening to Slow Ride and Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo and Low Rider and, like, all these fucking songs. Like, it just does such a good job of just putting you right where Richard Linklater wants you to be. And I love it. I am also going with Days to Confused. Uh, Aerosmith's Sweet Emotion is a great opener. We get ZZ Top's Tush, a little bit of... Um, Deep Purple, Highway mm-hmm. Star, both low, both a low rider, which also, by the way, shows up in a couple of other films. Friday <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Up in Smoke. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, very, be, it's very weed. Yeah, it, like, is, it yeah, might be a stoner fun. anthem, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, free ride and slow ride. Uh, just everything's great, well chosen. I mean, you get Alice Cooper's "Schools Out." Um, mm-hmm. It's an obvious choice, but hey, it's a great song. What else are you gonna pick? Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I grew up listening to all these songs with my dad. He grew up listening to them. So they're my jams. That's where I'm going with best soundtrack. Guys, 
yeah, th- this is a fucking banger of a yeah. of a category, I think, because like every one of the, I would say that every one of these movies has like an above average mm-hmm. soundtrack, which oh, really yeah. surprised me too. No, it doesn't surprise me. I, th- I think that I think that when I think of stoner, so I think stoners and music go together. Mm-hmm. It's that's a, fair. I, yeah, I, that's I, fair. you know what I mean. So, like, yeah, again, like you could say almost any of these, and I would agree with you. I tied it, and I did tie. Ooh. Uh, I agree with you guys about Dazed and Confused, okay? So, like, fucking uh, School's Out, Jim Dandy, Sweet Emotion, Why Mm. Can't We Be Friends? Fuck yes, dude. This Mm. is a great soundtrack. And you guys already... They used Cherry Bomb before you did, James Gunn. I know, yeah, dude. (laughs) Uh, however, I think I also think Lebowski's soundtrack is fucking great. You tumbling tumbleweed comes at you. It sounds like you feels like you you come in playing a fucking Fallout game, dude. Oh fucking, yeah, it's uh tumbling tumbleweeds. Looking at my fucking credence, dude. The man and me. Hold that's the Spanish language Hotel California. Oh yeah, fuck, dude. It's like I think that uh, Days and Confuse gives you a soundtrack that really puts you in a place in time. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Let me try. I mean, how do I want to phrase this? Well, the Lebowski soundtrack puts you in Lebowski's time. Puts mm-hmm. yes, dude. His, it, his it, character's time because he's not. Exactly he doesn't live right. in '94. He lives in '92. Yes, whatever. dude. Days and Confused puts you in that time. It, it, it like that's what you would be listening to. But this is what he would be listening to, and it's it's a yeah. That's a good way to put it, man. I fucking love um, it. Yeah. I, yeah, fuck yeah. They both deserve a point. But I any one of these fucking has a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real, dude. Uh, best screenplay uh this one hands down goes to the coen brothers for the big Lebowski. uh it is uh a fully competent story from beginning to end uh fucking every character works so right it's so quotable there's so mm. many fucking quotes in the big lebowski that you could just rattle off and everyone just knows it's big lebowski um it's a weird fucking story that like if you're not paying attention to, you're like, I don't fucking get this. Movie. Yeah, you get it's lost. Weird. In it, like, huh? if you right. get lost, yeah. like, then you're lost. But like, if you're following along, you're like, oh, what a fucking fantastic script. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, just pay attention to Bugabowski if you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, didn't your wife say she didn't like it the first time? Neither. Well, I, again, we probably watched it when we were twenty. I also didn't like Godfather when I first watched it. <laughs> fuck, fuck me, dude. I don't it's know. I, I, you now, know, yeah. So let's see. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. I am also going with Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen for the Big Lebowski. It's a absurd but fascinating satirization of la la and like a weird noir film but it just works like you said what happens in the film it doesn't make sense all the time but yet it does so like somehow everything just fits um just there are a lot of very weird characters but fun characters the nihilist germans uh <laughs> an avant-garde snooty uh, artist who dislikes her father and secretly wants a baby with the dude um just yeah. Whatever David Thewlis's character was on the couch, just reading magazines oh. and laughing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I loved him so much. Uh, a porn star director. Um, it's just a really fun movie. Like you said, it's really quotable. Um, the main character is also fun, especially Walter, who I think is definitely one of the best characters aside from the dude in that film. And like, also. It's like a noir film, but you expect a noir film to be like narrated narrated by the protagonist, right? <laughs> but in this case, it's narrated this by this old timey scruffy cowboy. western, yeah, scruffy <laughs> cowboy it's by like the name of the stranger. In the bowling alley. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like a brilliant script. So I'm going with that for best, best screenplay. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. I like I <laughs> I hear you guys, but I went. Uh, also Lebowski. Come oh, yeah. on, hell, come on. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not fucking with you on this. Is this one's this one's a fucking knockout, dude. Yeah. Um, I do think 
other than I think probably Up in Smoke, which I think feels like a lot of. Uh, it's like a lot of sketches. They yeah, it's a lot, a lot of sketches of like, put together is what it feels like. They used to do a like. lot of like live shows and right. CDs and stuff. And they basically just like, let's take that stuff and then try to put a story around yeah. it a little and bit. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. It, but other than that, I feel like they all have they all have, they all have good screenplays. Uh, they all have good characters. They all have good direction. I mean, you know, but like, uh, it's not even fucking close. So it's Lebowski yeah. for mm. this particular category, right? So uh, that takes us to Best Special Achievement. Um, I'm gonna go with Up and Smoke on this one. Uh, just being like that stoner comedy OG and, and throwing it out there. Um, being just pioneers in, in I guess weed humor. I don't, <laughs> I don't even, just like guys who just like to get high and tell jokes and like, I mean I'm sure it was like a thing, but like it wasn't like, it wasn't mainstream. It wasn't a, it wasn't a thing. And then Cheech and Chong like blew yeah. up and became massive fucking stars. Um, so yeah, I'm just giving it to them for just like. Fucking pioneering, it just taking their passion of just getting high and turning it into a career. Good, good on you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so for my best special achievement, I went dazed and confused, and best casting by the legendary Don Phillips. There's um, so many people in fucking. There dazed are um, a lot of them went on to become big stars. Not as many as you think. Like there's the obvious ones, like Jason London, Matthew McConaughey, Anthony Rapp. But then you have Wiley Wiggins as well. He should have become a big, much bigger he's, star. He's I really think. good in the movie. He, he's really, really good. He's like one of my favorite characters in this marathon. Related yeah. to him a lot. Uh, Rory Cochran as Ron Slater. I especially like the latter speech about George Washington growing pot. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even like the minor characters, the female characters, even though they don't have a lot to do, I especially liked, I think it's Marissa Rabisi. I think mm-hmm. she, she was really charming. Um, also the one that played the young freshman girl who gets hazed a lot. It's just like a really great cast. They feel like real teenagers. It feels like a real community. I think a lot of the credit goes to the casting there. So that's why it gets my special achievement. That's a good one, man. Um, that is a good one. There's, yeah, there's so many people in this movie and they're all, yeah, fuck, that's a really good one. I, I fucking... Fuck, fuck. I kind of like that one. Um, I also went. I went with. I went with Up and Spoke for establishing the stoner comedy genre. I feel nice. like that's mm-hmm. that's where my points got to go. But I do really like that one, man. Um, for all the same things you said, man. I mean, like every movie on this list or in this marathon owes it to Up and Spoke. I mean, fucking in Friday, Smokey's got Up and you know Up and Smoke mm-hmm. you know uh, poster in his wall and everything. I mean, like it's not a. I don't think it deserves to hang with like Dazed and Confused and fucking no. Lebowski, but it. I'm it's glad funny. that it was here. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. It, st- I still laughed a lot. I did it. laugh way harder than I expected to, <laughs> to be honest with you. And and again, like it's kind of hard. You ever you ever been like when people go out drinking and you're the sober one and it's not funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everyone else is having a lot of fun and you're just like, yeah, like I just fucking can we go? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I kind of expected that to be my attitude to this whole thing. It was like, uh-huh. yeah, I don't smoke weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really, you know. But like when they're in the car and he gives them that fuck. It's like, it's the size of my fucking forearm. The dog this shit fucking, yeah, blunt. The dog shit blunt. It's fucking it's like this big. And he's like, he's smoking that. And he's like, oh, he gets all this anxiety. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm so, you know, he's like, oh, here, take some of this, man. He's like, oh, not that one. Take this one, man. Like, he's like, oh, you just took more acid than I've ever seen. Like, I was fucking dying, dude. Like, uh, it's, it is really fucking funny, man. And it, it, it definitely deserves to be here. Uh, so yeah, that's where mine's going to go, man. Best scene. Oh, man. Lots of good There's ones. There's so many good scenes, too. Um, I'm, I went with two different fight scenes, so I have a tie here. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going with the Big Lebowski. It's the fight against the Nihilists in the bowling parking lot. Um, fuck it. It's so funny. Like, give us the money, Lebowski. Fucking, I fuck your ass. I fuck, I fuck your ass. ass. And like, they're just doing karate moves that don't fucking make yeah. sense. Um, but then it hits the, with the poignant moment at the end when Donnie has the heart attack and like, Walter looks up and his mouth's just dripping with blood because he bit a dude's fucking ear off. <laughs> Like, ah, oh God, this scene is so funny. Just hit and flee in the stomach with a fucking oh, bowling ball. Dude. Ah, so good. I think my best, my favorite part of that is when when Walter's like, he's like, I'm not going to take shit from some dipshit with a nine-toed woman. Like, <laughs> God, it's so oh, good. It's so fucking funny. It's just a highlight uh, for me. Uh, but also in Pineapple Express, uh, the fight with Red in his dude. house mm. is just so over the top like the yeah. shit they're breaking and the, like the way they just keep fucking red up and he just keeps getting up and coming at them uh they're just beating his head into it like a fucking a sink and they shove him through like a cabinet like yeah. he is just like fucked up and just keeps going and like it's it's absurd it's like it plays a weird line where it's like okay it's it's definitely the you know the frying pan test in a script? Like, if you were to hit a character with a frying pan, how would they react? Like, would stars appear above their head? Would they knock him out cold? Kind of thing. It's just like... It just, like, throws that up. Because if you hit Dale or Saul with it, like, they would be fucked up. But Red yeah. would just keep fucking going at you. And it doesn't make any sense, but, like, it skirts that, like, level of obscure... Like, obscenely weird and just, like, hysterical to me. Yeah. So I, I'm going with that. I love it. So for my best scene, I'm going with Harold and Kumar and what I call Revelations at White Castle. Um, Kumar finally decides to take his metal career, career more seriously. Harold decides not to put up with any shit from his co-workers and yeah. to go after his dream girl. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris realizes <laughs> that he's not such a dick after all. So <laughs> that's a surprise, but hey, that resolves his character development. Um, everything comes to a climax here. It's a very nice payoff. The location lives up to its name. They really chow down on those White Castle burgers, cherry cokes. Yeah. Seem to have a great time. Um, White Castle is is shitty food. We can all agree yeah. that it is yeah. fucking yeah. terrible. But like, even after watching it, I was like, I kind of want to go. Get yeah, some no, White Castle. They, <laughs> yeah, because they, they shot the fuck out of those White Castle burgers. Right, they have so much fun eating it. They used to want to crave some White Castle. So yeah. yeah, I'm going with that scene because it just ties everything else up into a neat bow. Oh, nice, guys. John, okay, first of all, let me preface this with I grew up watching Friday, okay? Mm -hmm. John Witherspoon. He's awesome. Fucking slays me, yes. dude. If like, I had best actor, he would win for me. He, I, he's so fucking funny Anytime I, I just looking at it, you ever have an actor where you just look at him and you just fucking start laughing? Yeah. Dude. His facial expressions oh, are yeah. It's his facial expressions, oh, yeah. dude. Him on the toilet spray. That's my, that's my favorite scene. That's my favorite scene, dude. Uh, is, awesome. is Willie, like, taking a shit, talking to Craig, and it's like, boop, <laughs> in the middle of, like, every sentence. They're terrible sound effects, too, for the shit falling into the toilet. Uh, dude, it just fucking, I, that's like, it just takes me back into being, like, 17 and watching Friday in my basement, you know what I mean? And, like, just fucking, it cracks me up. I can't even look, I can't even fucking look at him, dude. He's uh, fucking, kills me. Um, okay, <laughs> defining moment, though. So this can be, what? what is defining moment, man? Defining moment's like, when you think about this marathon, what's the first thing that pops into your head, or the biggest thing that you think about when you think, it could be something in the movie, it could be a fact about the movie, it could be the fucking poster, it could be the DVD menu, whatever. Okay, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's been all those things in the it's past. It's been right? all those things. It's been trucks. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but for me, it's just the dude 
Just yeah. in general. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. the entirety of the dude. This character is like never been reproduced by anyone even close. There was never a character like it before. Nothing has just been like the fucking dude. And it's he's so iconic. They created a fucking Lebowski fest. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, that happens every fucking year in Chicago, right? I believe. And, uh, like, it's he's just such a fucking iconic and, like, weird character. And people, like, can quote him forever. You know, it's like, the royal we. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> and the image of him getting hit in the head with that fucking coffee mug oh. is, like, what I think about, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, fuck! So goddamn good. Just yeah. everything that Jeff Bridges is doing and just the dude all-encompassing the look, the way he talks. Just the fucking dude. Right? Okay. Okay. So I, I interpreted this category a little bit different. I believe we call it a defining moment attribute MVP. Yep. So I went with Up in Smoke and Stacy Keach as Sergeant Sedanko. He's such <laughs> like a that. highlight of that movie. He like steals like all the scenes he's in. I mean, he's like a character we've seen before. The hard ass, um, overconfident uh, authority. Uh, hard ass, hard ass. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's especially great. Where he's like, he's calling me, he's saying he's supposed to be Officer Hard Ass, and they keep on calling him Lard Ass. That's great. Lard ass. When people hard. constantly piss on his shoes and he gets ticked off. Yeah. He's he's like a highlight of so many of the great the visual gags, like where his dog dies, the extra oh, big uh, binoculars. So good. It's like just so hilarious and like. The kicker, I think, is at the end where he's trying to get in the club. He's trying to play off like he's a really groovy guy. He's a really <laughs> groovy guy. It just does not work because it kind of, he comes off as so ridiculous. But I love it because he's a lovable goofball. And uh, that's where I'm going with my MVP award. Nice. Dude, that's a good one. Yeah. The, do- the dog dying thing. <laughs> that is That hilarious. was one of my favorite scenes for Because yeah. it's just the, what's the line? Because they see him laying there like, that's some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just fucking, that was a good one dude um okay defining moment for me uh, and i think it goes back to um cheech and chong like kind of establishing the the stoner genre but it, it's pedro and man just getting fucked up in the car with that with the dog shit blunt and the acid mm-hmm. and the, the cop showing up be like you know can i see your your license like it's on it's on the back man <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, or like What's he's name? throwing up his, his name's ralph <laughs> It's just like that is the that is the like if you think that's funny and I and I do right like if you think that's funny then the whole rest of this mirror that you're gonna love it because yeah. that's that's it's all predicated uh-huh. on like that scene basically uh, and just Tommy Chong like so funny I, I, I rewound that shit and just laughed my ass off just, <laughs> just like, him in the fucking face oh um, man dude yeah just it. just them getting fucked up in the car right after he picked him up man that was fucking great dude I love it. um best director i'm sure this is gonna be a fucking blowout but go ahead Kyle. really you don't think so? okay I'm, go ahead i'm going with richard Linklater for okay. days and confused all right. all right uh i think there's a I, th- I think there's a lot of fucking great shit happening in days and confused yeah um, and like there's uh, the reason i'm going here is because there's so many stories intertwined in this you've got you know pink's mm-hmm. story you've got mitch's story you've got the three in the car you got wooderson you got slater you got like 20 fucking different characters have stories going on at one time and interweaving them and like pacing it out to make it right and you got all these young mostly at the time unknown actors entirely like and just getting fucking great performances out of them and turning them all into fucking stars Ben Affleck and Parker Posey and Joey Lauren Adams like ones we didn't even talk about earlier they're like in this fucking movie that go on to do big shit um and it's and he sets he sets it 
in the seventies. Like it, it oh, yeah. feels very seventies. Everything about yeah. it is very seventies. Um, and one of my favorite scenes we didn't talk about is when they're like driving around with Mitch and like throwing shit out the car and like hitting things. And he just oh, picks up yeah. the bowling ball, throws it through yeah. a fucking window, and it's just like. I used to do that shit in high school. Like, I used to go around and, like, throw shit out windows at fucking mailboxes and yeah. stuff. And, like, it just brought me back. And it's, like, it felt real to me. Okay. So, like, that whole movie just felt real. It didn't feel like I was watching a movie. It just felt like I was watching myself if I was in the fucking 70s. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing about um, the sort of coming-of-age type films, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, it really lives or dies based on whether or not you identify with those characters yeah. Yeah. and i see what people get about dazed and confused but i don't identify with it like i identify maybe with tony you know yeah. as this like this shy guy who's like probably gay <laughs> you know what i mean like uh you know? um and but like other than that like i don't really like i i do get i do think it's high quality i think mm-hmm. it's top shelf i just doesn't the care i just don't it, it doesn't really resonate with me you know what I mean? Yeah, but, that's totally fair, yeah. Uh, but go, go ahead, Matt. What do you think? Best director. So I went with Joel Cohen for The Big Lebowski. He gets, not only does he get great performances from his actors, but it's just a very visually distinctive and tonally distinctive film. Like, there are so many elements that have to work, and they all work really well. Um, costume design, production design, just like, and, I mean, I know he works on a lot of other stuff, so, I mean, he does, the, he contributes the screenplay, his director, I think one of them does the editing under a pseudonym, so... But, um, yeah, it's visually dynamic, and, um, I mean, that's the way with a lot of his films, I think, but he does the same thing here. Um, I'm going to just, I guess, zero in, like, one of my favorite scenes, uh, just to, like, to describe, like, how well he does everything, like, the dream sequence, it's where everything is, like, balanced out really well there, you have the, um, Julianne Moore in a Viking outfit, mm-hmm. and then, like, the very creative, um, photography shots with looking up at the extra tall uh rack of bowling shoes or going down the bowling lane uh choice choice of music like pacing editing um everything so that's where i'm going best director i agree with you yeah. i think that i mean like so the, the cohen's it's uh ethan ethan uh mm-hmm. like first of all i think i think pulling in a lot of your a lot of your team they, they definitely got a team you know yeah, what i yeah. mean john john goodman they worked with before mm-hmm. uh Totoro they worked with before mm-hmm. um uh, Carl Burwell did the yeah, score yeah. lots of films Roger Deakins mm-hmm. you're bringing oh, yeah. in fucking all stars yep. you know what I mean and being able to direct all stars um, and I think a lot of the same thing you said Kyle about Days and Confused about there's lots of lots of plots you know lots of mm-hmm. threads going everywhere same thing's true with Lebowski sure. um, and so yeah I yeah I think it's fucking yeah you guys you already talked it up <laughs> it's hard hard <laughs> going last but um, yeah. that brings us to wild card man so this could be anything really Alright, I went with, since this is a stoner comedy marathon, I just went with flat out best weed moment. Ooh, like a moment okay. that has to have marijuana in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going with the the introduction of the crucifix joint and Pineapple Express. Because oh, yeah. that thing just looks fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> is like, that a real thing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, okay. Not that I know of. He's like, <laughs> author, and he's just fucking just enjoying this Pineapple Express for the first time or whatever. It's, yeah. I don't know. It it was just a very appealing and different sort of fucking look. Like, it it, it harkens back, I guess, to Up in Smoke's giant fucking right. blunt yeah. that they do, and I think that's kind of what they were trying to pay homage <laughs> yeah. to, and it worked. Right. Okay. So for my best, for my wild card, rather, I'm bringing back an old category. Oh, I'm bringing back Kill, Death, and Defeat. Oh, okay. I'm going with Friday and Craig <gasps> beating the absolute shit out of Debo. Oh, fuck uh, yeah, dude. I just love how the entire neighborhood rallies around him. His parents, his girlfriend, his best friend. 
Um, he has an inventive use of the weapons, such as a garbage can and a brick. It's great to see Smokey get back his money and Red get back his beloved chain that his grandmother yeah. gave him. Uh, also a nice summation of everything I love about the movie, the casting, the blend of the hood life with comedy. So, yeah, it's a great moment. So and It's funny because we just did a versus not that long ago of... Uh, oh, yeah. Boys in the Hood uh-huh. and Menace to Society, which yeah. just kind of plays off a little bit. And, like, Definitely. even John Witherspoon's speech about, like, a real man like oh, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. better than any of the speeches in those two movies about, like, why you shouldn't fucking kill people. And, oh, I agree and with why you. Why you shouldn't oh, give yeah. into the hood. Like, I agree with you. Should, like, if you're a man, use your hands. Yeah. Like, you don't need a gun. Yeah. Oh, so good. You're actually, you're, I think you're right, man. Uh, <clears throat> dude, and, and just, because I don't have, I don't have a lot of, had a lot of opportunities to talk about Debo. Debo is a fucking oh, great Tony character, oh, dude. Yeah. Fucking, I, I love how in the neighborhood there's just this, like. Him on that bike is just fucking. On this bike, so much bigger than a fucking huge bike. fucking dude. He's like a fucking Terminator, <laughs> dude. Just fucking, just driving out, just taking people's shit <laughs> with his fucking weird bung eye. Like, it's fucking hilarious, man. Um, okay. So, wild card, man. Speaking of something that I haven't had a lot of chance to talk about, I call this award the It Deserves a Fucking Point at Some Time Award, <laughs> and it's Harold and Kumar. Okay. I actually fucking love Harold and Kumar. I had never yeah. seen it before. Yeah. I, I like everything about it. I think it's a fucking great movie. It just happens to be up against the Lebowski. You know what I mean? Like, uh, But I think it deserves a point. Fuck's sake, I loved it. You know what I mean? But I, I just like I couldn't find it anywhere else, but... You know, there it is. Yeah, there's a lot of like fun, like weird. I think cameos it's a great it. movie, it's man. Really fun. I like Anthony Anderson in it. Fucking Neil Patrick Harris is so good. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy's fucking hilarious in his weird little huh? scene. With it. Bobby Lee, like <laughs> they just have so many people show up in it, and they just they're all fun. Like the fucking weird Mountain Dew extreme. Oh, dudes dude, those so guys fun. are great. This is a fucking Mountain Dew. <laughs> God, it's fucking great. It's it's hilarious, man. Yeah. Uh. So that brings us to what the fuck, dude? Oh, guys, I, I don't really have any runner-ups. Uh, I, I just wanted to keep it light, but if you guys have runner-ups you want to run through, hit them up. You start, um, man. Yeah, all right. Uh, so I'll do this really quick. Uh, Friday, where they're sipping out of a dirty straw. It's a nasty gag that gets a lot of mileage. I didn't care for oh, yeah. too much, but it's pretty funny. Um, let's see. I'm probably going to skip over some of these. Oh, Dazed and Confused. It's kind of like a more angry what the fuck, like how the seniors are hazing, hazing the freshman girls. Yeah. It just took me out of the movie a bit, and I kind of disliked Parker Posey um, mm-hmm. in that, just as a role, because she, I mean, credit to her for doing such a good job of playing a bully, but kind of was a little bit of a buzzkill, even when she shows up, like, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I mean, I know you liked it, Kyle, but Pineapple Express, Red surviving several gunshots. <laughs> oh, man, I, that made me laugh. So He was fucking Michael Myers or yeah. something. So and good. the exploding hideout. Oh, yeah, and kind of a funny what the fuck. A Huey Lewis in the News performed the film's title track. That, like, kind of, like, surprised yeah. me. Because, it, 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 like, it feels it feels like someone doing a Huey and the Lewis, Huey Lewis in the News yeah, parody. That's you're like, oh, this this band's trying to sound like Huey Lewis in the News. Yeah. And then you're, like, looking up and you're like, oh, that was actually Huey Lewis in the <laughs> fucking News. That's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching. That was <laughs> Sounds like uh, Huey Lewis in the news, but there's no way it could be, but it is. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, up in smoke, Toyota Kawasaki. Like, <laughs> I know. I know it was a different time, and they could get away with the racist shit like that, but like that still surprised the heck out of me. Yeah. That. To be fair, this is one of their least racist movies. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. Um, also, Misty from Pokemon and Cheech and Chong basically wear the same outfit. <laughs> I know. It is true. It is true. I can't deny it. 
Fuck that. Dude, that's oh, that's, that's good. not number one. I want to. Oh, I just want to no. give a point to Matt. That was great. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's. I don't have anything better than that. Yeah. That's not. Um, Any runner-ups for you, Nathan? Fuck, that just killed everything I had. Oh, uh, no, not really, man. Not really. I, I, other than like the okay, well, you had mentioned that. Uh, you had mentioned that this was the, that uh, Harold and Kumar was the movie that kind of like relaunched Neil Patrick Harris's career, mm-hmm. which like I didn't realize until I went back and I was like, oh yeah, this was before How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. and like yeah, 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 that's fucking weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like as I I feel like <laughs> yeah. he's been big again for so long, yeah, right. and then yeah. he, you know comes out as gay later, yeah. and it's like. Wow, it really puts Harold Kumar in perspective with him just being like a misogynistic like asshole who's like just fucking anything that moves. It's yeah. so good. I also thought because I didn't realize I think the only time I really at, like out loud said like, Whoa, what the fuck, dude, was I was looking up the cast for Harold and Kumar and saw that fucking Christopher Maloney or whatever mm-hmm. was freak show. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? He's so good in I it. I didn't know I really didn't know it's fucking stabler. Mm-hmm. He's so funny, dude. He's like, so good in it. Yeah. Um no, that's all I got really for you runners. You said we could up. fuck your wife. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, yes, I can hear every word you're saying. It's <laughs> just <laughs> him singing Jesus songs. Ah, yeah, dude. So good. He's so good. Uh, Kyle, what's your actual what the fuck? Okay, my what the fuck is, um, so what are the rules to battle shits? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that dude! Now, that scene, I fucking hate that scene. It's uh, so like it's, it's so very crude yeah. 2000 humor, whatever, and it's just not funny to me, but like, it makes me even more mad because the rules don't make any sense to these two <laughs> girls who have eaten tacos and they're like violently shitting in stalls right next oh. to Harold and Kumar, but they're just like, fart noise, ah, you hit my destroyer, <laughs> fart noise, yeah. ah, you sunk my battle shit, and it's like, uh-huh. what was the difference? I don't, you're just yeah. farting back and forth. How do you determine what is getting hit and what's not? Yeah. I, I want, know, I want to, I want to. You set want a list comprehensive rule set? I want rules and I want to challenge you later. <laughs> you want to challenge me? Listen, I poop really fast. It's a quick game. I it's 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 over. Like if I gotta go, I go, and it's like ten seconds tops. Oh wow! Now, I like to enjoy a good sit. No, dude, it's over so fast. Huh? It's over so. It's like always been that way. Matt, what do you got? <laughs> so my number one, what the fuck, requires a little bit of setup. So early March, you did like as you mentioned, you did the Boys in the Hood versus mm-hmm. um, Menace Society. Society Marathon or versus rather. And in both of those films, there's a character who offers to suck the character's no, dick for yeah. crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this uh, version marathon comes around, and we have Bunny Lebowski <laughs> at offering uh, the dude a blowjob if she if he gives her a thousand dollars. So like, it's a very this, common thing. Is in this movies, yeah? Is, it like, <laughs> is it that or is it like does this happen like in L.A. because all these movies are sell it said in L.A. Like so oh yeah. If okay. you go to L.A., does that you expect that or something? So well, gosh, I hope so. <laughs> what <laughs> whatever happened to Tara Reid? Actually, I know what happened to Tara Reid. Yeah, yeah, we don't is talk it, about Tara we don't Reed. talk about Tara. We don't talk about Tara. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, okay, I think really the biggest thing I saw this I think on a it was like a weird Facebook picture at one point or whatever, and I always think about this. Uh, so, Days and Confused is a 1993 movie about the last day of school in 1976. And if I think about the difference between like 1993 and 1976, like that's a that's like two totally different uh, times. You know what I mean? Two totally different times. Uh, but that's the equivalent of if we made a movie today of like Kyle's graduating class. <laughs> that seems so fucking weird to me. Yep. Like we're old. <laughs> we're, just, we're just really old yep. now. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't feel like school when we were in. When we were kids, was 
1970s, like, different right. between now. I don't know. That fucking yeah, that's fucking blows my mind. Yeah, feels when, when you're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I had to explain the other day to someone at work what picture in picture was <laughs> on the TV. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. This fucking bitch had no idea what I was talking about. I, it's, it's terrible, man. You just get old. Yeah. Don't do it, man. W- worst picture. What do you got? What is the worst movie you watched? Man, of all of these, I'm going to go with Harold and Kumar. Mm. Uh, go to White Castle. I think it's... It, I didn't laugh as much as I laughed in all the other ones. Um, and there's a lot of that the stupid shit. Like, the battle shits is mm. fucking stupid. <laughs> I do, I think it's hilarious. The cheetah ahead. is fucking stupid. <clears throat> there's just, like, it's like, <clears throat> at times, Pineapple Express goes really over the top, but almost in a realistic kind of way to me. Uh, and Harold Kumar goes unrealistic in ways that I can't fucking follow and I don't want to follow. Um, and plus, it led to fucking two sequels that were fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> ridiculously bad, too. So it loses points for that shit, too. Um, I did, I thought it had probably the weakest soundtrack, probably the weakest script. It just felt like, it just felt like a giant advertisement for White Castle, <laughs> which it kind of just yeah. basically is. So, yeah, it's getting my worst picture. <clears throat> so my worst picture is actually going to Pineapple Express. Um, a lot of it just seemed like surface level humor to me, both the humor, the characters, um, like you, you, like you mentioned before, like the over the top stuff, it worked for you. It didn't work as well for me. Um, and I think also just the ending kind of put a cap on it because just the ending just kind of felt like, um, they just they felt a little bit tacked on. Like it felt that they thought it was going to be funny if they're just, you know, shoot the shit at the cafe. It just kind of felt flat with them just in driving off in the car, um, it would have felt, I think, had a bigger impact if they just left it at the hideout. Um, just like it would have been a much more energetic ending. And, um, there weren't really any terrible films in this marathon, so I had to give it to one. Um, this, it wasn't getting into me out of my other points, so I had to give it a worse picture. Guys, I don't dislike any of these movies. No. I, I would recommend any movie oh, yeah. that we watch. Yeah. I really would. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like like you said, Matt, like I gotta pick one. If mm. I had to pick one as the worst movie, I would probably pick Up in Smoke. Mm. To me, Up in Smoke, like like we kind of talked about this before, it, it feels like a series of sketches loosely tied together with a, mm. with a plot. Um, it's like, we, you know, it's, it's like half a dozen bits, you know what I mean, that we've tied together. Um, and it, it works as a movie. It works probably the least for me. But I still, I think it's hilarious, yeah, yeah. but it's it's probably my least favorite. Mm. Uh, but best picture, though. What's best picture? Guys, it's Big Lebowski. Right? Mm. Like, uh, <clears throat> it's it's got my most points. Uh, it is just fucking iconic. Uh, we'll talk whether or not it's, it's Pantheon later, I have a feeling, because uh, it's kind of blowing out all these other movies. Um, but, uh, fuck, it's just, it's just so good. For, it's top <clears throat> to bottom acting. Directing, soundtrack, script, uh, just iconicness. It created its own fucking festival. Like, everyone knows The Big Lebowski. Uh, it's just fucking great. I, I don't know. There's nothing else to really fucking say. If, you don't, if you've never seen The Big Lebowski, go watch it. If you've seen it, then you know why I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm also going with The Big Lebowski for all the mentions, for all the reasons I mentioned before. Um, you know, production design, the costumes, all that. Uh, so I guess I just want to spotlight with something I haven't talked about. Like Julianne Moore is like really fun. Oh, as, oh yeah. As um the as uh the, the other Jeff Lebowski's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she's like kind of ditzy, um, you know, talks in the very snooty accent, uh, rapid fire dialogue, just like a really fun um, character. Not what you expect from a femme fatale because she kind of really isn't. She's like a parody of a femme fatale mm -hmm. character. It just really worked for me. And uh, yeah, I can't really add much to it. So it definitely gets my best picture. Guys, <clears throat> I tied this. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. Hear, me, hear me, hear me out. Okay, first of all, first of all, obviously Big Lebowski. Okay, sure. I think so. Like I said, I like all these movies, and I feel like, you know, Big Lebowski sucked a lot of the air out of the room in a lot of ways because, like, really, like, end of the day, guys, this is a Coen Brothers movie starring Jeff Bridges. John Goodman with <laughs> cinematography by Roger Deakins, mm -hmm. like, and the other ones, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> like, like, come on, guys, it, these are masters of their craft. Mm -hmm. Okay, it, like, obviously, this is the best movie. Okay, but we watched it last night, and my wife had said, like, yeah, I only have like one complaint really, and that's I just don't really think it's a stoner movie, and I can kind of so all these other movies. Weed is like central to the plot. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, oh, we fucking smoked all of our stash and we got to make this money or, you know, fucking whatever. It's it's like, but Lebowski kind of, Lebowski, the dude, affects a kind of stoner attitude and there's this kind of stoner kind of, oh, not nonsensical plot, but difficult to follow. And it, it kind of is a stoner, I agree that it's a stoner movie, mm. but not in the same way. Mm. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and but I want so I wanted to tie it with what with if I had to pick one of the like died in the wool stoner movies, okay, <laughs> like the one that's about weed, I would say Harold and Kumar. I, Harold and Kumar oh. is probably my favorite of the ones that are like explicitly about weed. Mm. <laughs> like it would be Harold and Kumar. I think of. I th I think it's fucking hilarious. I think the cast is good. I the battleships thing I think is fucking hilarious. The the hu humor is subjective. Humor is subjective. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Like things that I think are hilarious, you think are fucking stupid. You know. And that's, I think battleships is fucking stupid. Yeah, see, we're yeah. I think it's top. What show. are the rules I, of battleships? <laughs> I don't need to know the rules of battleships. Um, no, I, I I do. I think the only it, it loses me a little bit toward the end when they ride like the fucking. Cheetah yeah. or whatever that's yeah. that gets a little bit too far out but every one of these movies has something that's a little bit fucking far out you know what I mean mm -hmm. um, so I, I would give it a tie but I mean they're not the same level you know what I mean Lebowski's still the best movie but this is the best like fucking for sure stoner movie if that makes any sense okay that's fair uh, so we have all of our award categories we got we everything. actually don't <gasps> because what? We have write-in votes from Brandon Folk. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, you guys didn't know that. <laughs> so, uh, Surprise so, twist. So we are going to, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We're going to tally up all of the votes. And then we're gonna we're gonna read we're gonna read off our poll results, uh -huh. okay? And then we're gonna go over Brandon's results and see if they affect our totals here at the table, okay? Brandon. So give us a second to go over the totals. We will be right back. And we are back. We have the results of at the table all calculated, right? But before yeah. we get to that, we're going to get to our official Facebook poll. Kyle, what does it say? Oh, my God. So, we got a lot of uh, votes going on in this one. Uh, a lot of comments, too. But uh, the votes are what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, in sixth place, well, I guess technically fifth place, because we have a tie. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and Pineapple Express oh, are wow. at the bottom mm -hmm. with 15. 
Uh, with 21, we have Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. With 46 is Friday. Days of Confused comes in at second with 48. And with 88 total votes, The Big Lebowski took our poll. Wow, so it crushed. Crushed. It crushed. And okay. there were a lot of people. There's. I got some comments here. Uh, Bob Effenziga says, uh, how high isn't on this list, so I can't give an honest answer? Uh, how high would have been cool. Yeah, I don't know what it's rated, but it, it's... Uh, it's like 2%. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, genuinely, like, most, uh, most of the movies that people did mention are, like, in the 20s or lower in Rotten Tomatoes. So we try to find, like, films that are highly rated. Even, you know, Up in Smoke was the lowest rated here at 47% was still, like, twice as, as high as, like, a lot of the movies that people were suggesting they did. Right. Uh, Fooey Evans says, Up in Smoke, best stoner film I've watched out of all of the above. Oh, and then uh, Joshua McLaughlin, Big Lebowski, and it's not, it's no it's no contest. It's not a contest, yeah. right? So, I mean, like, I think you're probably probably right right on the nail with that one, dude. Um, but there's actually um, a, a secret fourth person at the table. We mentioned this I earlier, know. right? So Brandon Folk send us his awards, okay? And they're gonna contribute to our totals and to see if it changes everything. I'm pretty sure he's like completely in the tank for Friday. So I don't know, guys. <laughs> we'll see. He's got best location, the dude's house. Uh, okay, Big Lebowski, bowling alley, dude's house. Uh, these films are full of great locations, but none of them really beat the bowling alley and the dude's house from Big Lebowski. Some of my favorite moments and quotes happen in these locations, and they're just essential to the film, whether it's Walter about to blow Smokey away, the dude laying on the floor listening to bowling pins, or the Nihilus dumping a marmot in the bathtub. <laughs> these are all great moments accompanying two great locations. Mm -hmm. uh, best character. Uh, a little bit different from us at the table, but still Big Lebowski, Walter. Okay, He says, it's seriously no question for me. Walter is not only the best character in the film, he's the best character out of the whole fucking marathon. He didn't say fucking, I said fucking. <laughs> the whole marathon. He's like an eight-year-old on the playground who claims that his dad invented Mountain Dew or drives Gravedigger to school each morning. He's so full of shit, and I just can't help but believe like every word he says. John Goodman steals every scene. I think he's like definitely on the right track with this. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, best buds, he has the dude, Walter, and Donnie. So, I mean, like... Uh, that, that works. Yeah, That's that fair. I'll, yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. Lebowski, gets, the trio, gets it for me because these guys have no business like being friends, but their <laughs> yeah. friendship works so well. The dude is super chill. Walter is crazy as fuck, and Donnie's just out of his element. Uh, these scenes with the three of these guys together are great. Best score or soundtrack. He's got Dazed and Confused, guys. I think we all agreed on that yeah. then. Yeah, Dazed and Confused. I have to bet. All the films have pretty solid soundtracks. I guess that's part of being a stoner film. Yeah, good music. Um, yeah, we talked about all that stuff too. Uh, best screenplay, he agrees. Coen Brothers, again, he says, no question. Uh, best special achievement, Friday. Okay, he says, making South Central Los Angeles a convincing comedy location. I like what he says on this, oh, right? He said, yeah, he says, this it seems kind of weird, but the last verses that he was in was the one that we did together, right? Boys in the Hood. Uh, versus Menace to Society, both taking place in Crenshaw and South Central Los Angeles. These films made the environment super intense, but Friday has a much different feel. It's a credit to both Ice Cube and DJ Pooh's writing, as well as the performance of the cast. This story could have easily been another gangster flick like Menace, but it works so well as a comedy, I have to give the credit to Friday. I think that's fucking, that's, that's yeah, a that's solid answer. Yeah. Uh, best scene, he has the, the fucking, the fight at Reds, yeah. like the Pineapple <laughs> Express. Uh, yeah, super cool. Uh, also, he says, uh, rest in heaven to Red's cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, defining moment, attribute, MVP. 
uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, and he gives it to uh, when they finally get to White Castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, he says. So he <laughs> says, "I have only been to White Castle once, and it led to me going to the ER for food poisoning." <laughs> and this film still made it made it worth like <laughs> seem like it would be worth going back and having more White Castle. They they shoot the shit out of that White Castle. Uh, best director, Coen Brothers. Fucking yeah, no big surprise. Uh, wild card. He has best quote. He has a bunch of quotes. I'm just gonna get to the the, the one at the end. The, the actual winner. He says, "Look, look at me. I'm fat, black. I can't dance. I have two gay fathers. People have been messing with me my whole life. Uh, and I learned a long time ago. There's no sense getting all riled up every time a bunch of idiots give you a hard time. In the end, the universe tends to unfold as it should. People. Uh, plus." I have a really large penis, and that helps me keep that keeps me happy. <laughs> these are these are definitely words to live by, guys. Uh, so yeah, that was Harold, Harold and Kumar. Fucking de- definitely great. Uh, what the fuck? He has Pineapple Express. Dale's dating a high schooler. Yeah. Maybe didn't age super well. No, you know what I mean? Especially with James Franco. With Franco, being in the movie. yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely didn't age super well. Uh, worst picture. He agreed. He agreed. Up in smoke. Um, he gives it respect for establishing the stoner comedy genre, but there's really nothing about it that he really liked, you know. And best picture, he said Lebowski. So, what does that put us at? I've retabulated our scores. Oh my gosh, okay, I can't wait. Uh, we have a tie for last place. Holy shit, what is it? Uh, with three points, Pineapple Express and Up in Smoke. Wow, okay. Just above that, Friday with four. Wow, okay. Just above that, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle with five. Just above that, Days and Confused with seven. Oof, okay. And with just eking it out barely, The Big Lebowski with 26. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, okay. It's almost three times as much as second place. So it's a slobber knocker. Yeah. It's definitely a slobber knocker, boys. Okay. So the only thing left to really discuss is whether or not this is a Pantheon film. Matt, what's Pantheon? Pantheon, as we all know, is the house of the gods, the best of the best, the creme de la creme. Special shelf. Yes, the special shelf of Adventures in Videoland. And we're not AFI Top 100. It doesn't have to be like the best movies ever made, but it has to be special, unique to its genre, best of its genre, etc. Okay. So we just need... So if we all agree at the table that, that Lebowski, which is our Golden Idol winner... If we agree that it is a Pantheon film, it will get kicked up to the council, of which we are all members, <laughs> so it automatically... Yeah. Well, we would still have to do a power graph and whatever. Yes. Uh, so, do we all agree? I'm going to start with Brandon. Oh. Brandon says... Give me a second, because I, uh, I am an idiot. Oh, yes. Okay, the Big Lebowski. <laughs> yes. Okay. The Dude Abides. Pantheon is a stoner film, Coen Brothers film, and a comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's saying, you know, this is top-level stoner film, mm-hmm. this is top-level Coen Brothers, top-level just comedy in general. Okay. Okay. So we have one yes. Okay. Let's. Here's the, here's the way I want to do this. I know what I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure I know what Kyle's going to say. I'm not 100% sure on what Matt's going to say. So I'm going to start, <laughs> Matt's a wild and then Kyle, player. you go last, and then Matt okay. goes at the end. It's a real, That way it's a fucking cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> what do I think? Yeah, it's a fucking Pantheon movie. Okay, like this movie fires on all cylinders. It's got a fucking amazing cast. It's got an amazing soundtrack. It has brilliant cinematography. It's got gr- fucking excellent characters. It's hilarious. Uh, it's iconic. It has. It's it's a pantheon movie. Kyle, what do you think? Twenty six to twenty two. 
That's that's what the votes are if it's Big Lebowski versus the five other films. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Big Lebowski okay. still beats all five other films added together. Mm-hmm. Okay. A, a Pantheon movie and a marathon should be a bloodbath. That's what I was gonna say. Yes. And this is a bloodbath. Yeah. It's, yes. It's a hands down yes for me. I don't Not like. Close. I don't like episodes ever really where it's like one movie I like just fucking. Ones. Yeah, I want it to be yeah. close. But sometimes but a right. Pantheon movie should shit down the necks of all the other movies it that are like it. It should pack their fucking lunch. It should pack their fucking lunch, and it does. And I say yes. Matt, what do you think, man? I am saying yes. Yes! <laughs> this is our first okay. kickoff in a we, long yeah. time. Yes! Go ahead, Matt. Okay, so, I mean, everything you said, but one of the things I didn't touch on and wanted to save to the end is that it's such a unique movie. Like, the way it satirizes L.A. is just in mm-hmm. such a unique way, visually, tonally, um... And the only other film I can think of that even is in the same type of category, like L.A. Noir satire, that he maybe is even this good, is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, and that's yeah. already in Pantheon. Also Pantheon. Yeah. Also Pantheon. So I think this probably deserves to be right up there just because of the high quality matched with the high uniqueness. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say. So Okay. All right, That's all so to be said. this is gonna get. We, when was the last movie that got kicked up for Pantheon from the, the table? Lighthouse. No shit. Uh, yeah, it's a long time Over ago. a year and a half ago. Wow, it has been a long fucking time. That was the last marathon I put together. <laughs> okay, so assuming, assuming right that all four, the the three of us plus Brandon would say yes because we 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 kicked it up. Mm-hmm. You would have to imagine Brad, who is a literal Dudist priest, <laughs> would fucking say yes. Yeah. Uh, that puts us at a requirement puts of five. Us at five. You yeah. only need what? How? What? You only need five when it's just a kick up. No, you need six, right? No, because is it six? I thought it was. Boom. Oh, no, okay. it's two thirds. So, two-thirds, so we right. need two-thirds one more. Fu- yeah. yeah. So, guys, it's. It's not a guaranteed. Yeah, it's no. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. But this yeah. is probably a Pantheon movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone's got to prob- watch it. Everyone's yeah. got to write it up. Some people you would think like, oh yeah, it's an obvious yes, and then they watch it and they go, oh right. Eh, Some like people, fucking, yeah. you never know, dude. Yeah. Okay, that's just like their opinion, man. It's just their opinion, man. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. So, yeah, we need yeah we need six yeah. votes yeah. confirmed. confirmed confirmed from our from the judge on the sidelines. <laughs> okay, Chuck Norris. Chuck. <laughs> All right, so guys, I had a fucking awesome time tonight. Yeah, I really did. It was really nice seeing you again, Matt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Nice seeing you guys. Yeah. We're going to get together again in the studio, I think, next month. We're kind of deciding right now what episode we want to do. We talked about it a little bit earlier today. But I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, guess where can Video Land find you? Uh, you can find me at Movie Script Life on all of your social media platforms. You can find me at Kyle Brown in the Facebook group. You can find me at the Facebook group, uh, at Traveling Matt, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, pretty soon you can probably find me in my local theater watching The Northman. Ooh, oh, good yeah. call, Looking dude. Yeah, good call. Guys, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, that's where the conversation begins and ends. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on all that shit, man. But the conversation begins and ends on Facebook, okay? So we hope to see you there. Until next time, my good friends, peace. <laughs> The, uh, I got the, the fucking outro! Oh, yes. Yes. It didn't take ten times to get the outro for Nathan. Um.